Welcome one, welcome all. Welcome back to the show, fellas. Uh, I've been in a bit of a hiatus. Uh, I was having some family issues. Uh, the guy I have on now, uh, he was supposed to be on the show a week ago, but, you know, it's strange in this podcasting game. Um, you can get pretty dark sometimes, and I've noticed I'll go through cycles. I'll be, like, really hopeful that the people are waking up, that the world is changing, and then I'll go through a slump, like, oh, man, people are dumb, they're asleep, nothing's going to change. And I go through these waves sometimes, and last week, you know, I was having family issues, and I was kind of down on... Everything about the world and how all the greats are killed, Martin Luther King, John Lennon, JFK, all the great people who really want to help the world out are somehow murdered. Why? Why do these things happen? And so I was having a bad time, and I didn't feel like doing the podcast, so I postponed it, but we have him on now. He is Andre Mitty, and we have his girlfriend on the show, too. Uh, these are great people. Um, he is the host of the Ascension of the Chessmen podcast. It's a great show, a lot of great topics. Um, and uh, it's great, this podcasting game. It's great because it's like television, but we don't hate on other networks or shows. We kind of want to work together. We want to shout out to the other. We just want to spread love and information. And I love this. And right now I'm on the cycle of a good mentality. You know, we're moving forward and everything. But without any further ado, guys, I want to welcome you all to the show, Andre and his girlfriend. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here, Juan. Uh, thanks for having me and uh, my girlfriend, Jordan, here. Uh, she's on her second or third podcast now. Actually, uh, our second one was a roundtable uh, with Third Eye Podcast. Mm. And uh, we were having some recording issues or something or uh the host actually like couldn't hear anything, and we like everyone else on the round table was like having a blast. Ghost, <laughs> he was like pro screen the whole time. Yeah, oh, host. Man. Yeah, Ghost I love that guy. From Third Eye. Again, yeah. like I said, we all have like this. It's a community where we're all trying to help each other out. Unlike TV, they're like, "Stay tuned, don't change the channel, fuck those other guys." It's like, no, here we're like, no, go check him yeah. out. He has good info, and this is what yeah. I love about this community. Yeah, I, I love that dude because what Ghost is doing over there, he's having like a Friday night hang sesh, mm -hmm. um, you know, a round table, just kind of bullshitting on current events or whatever. And, um, you know, I think it's another sense of community. And, you know, that's what I've noticed, too, along this podcast journey is like just making connections all over uh, the states and, you know, even outside of the states all around the world and um it's really cool man just to get to know people in that way because you know it's one thing to like talk over a zoom call but like get to see them face to face and hang out in person it's awesome so <laughs> i've i've enjoyed it man i've always said it's not about what you know it's about who you know and exactly uh, it's, it can take you far in life yeah, man, it's beautiful, brother. I love it. And and when you really think about it, what we're doing essentially is we're just chilling in a campfire and talking, just shooting the shit. And we've right. become so, uh, I don't know, so busy with the world that that's kind of been taken away from us where you have to carve out time for someone to talk. And yeah. it's sad, but here we are. So um, tell right. me a little bit about yourself, Andre, and then Jordan, if you can tell me a little bit about yourself, and then we'll talk about how y'all awoken and the steps y'all did to do a podcast and to actually put your voice out there. Yeah, totally. Um, Jordan, you want to start or you want me to go first? Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, my name's Andre Mitty. Um, you know, I'm 
no different than anyone else. Um, just kind of uh, had um, a bit of a shift in perspective and um, mindset and um, just like, who am I? What am I here to do? Type awakening, I guess you could call it. Um, I, w I would say from an early age, man, I was questioning. Um, I was always... Um, getting that because I said so from my parents or, mm. you know, if I was getting in trouble, like that would be the end. And I was like, what do you mean? Well, like, because why, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> there was never an end to questioning for me. Right. And, uh, that got me into trouble sometimes, but, you know, overall, like I, I made some rules for myself early on, or just like moral principles about, um, you know, once I started, um, experimenting with cannabis and, um, you know, realizing this wasn't what they sold us at all about mm. what this plant was, you know, all the lies we'd been told going through the D.A.R.E. program. And it just seemed very hypocritical to me. I mean, I'll never forget, like at a young age, seeing the sheriff who taught our uh, D.A.R.E. program, like smoking a cigarette oh. right after class, right after telling <laughs> us like all the deaths from tobacco. And I was just wow. like, what a paradox, man. And, uh, you know, shifting into Catholic school, I was kind of forced into that in sixth grade and, um, you know, getting taken out of public school, which I ended up in public school because I was baptized Lutheran and went to a Lutheran school for a bit, but I was having trouble reading um, and, you know, had a speech impediment and uh, they just didn't have the resources uh, or the money to like, uh, hire, uh, you know, a, a teacher specifically for um, the kids that were struggling reading early on, like myself, and there's no shame in it, you know, mm. I think we all have our gifts and our downfalls, but at the end of the day, they're all lessons that teach us, you know, what we're good at and what we're not, and Amen. where we need Amen. to lean on others when we need to, and yeah, it's been a lifelong journey, but yeah, I would say, uh, so I, I, I left the Lutheran school uh, because of that to go to a public school that had those resources. And um, I was able to read better, uh, shifting into the public school. And then um, my brother got in some juvenile trouble and my parents transferred us both over to a Catholic school and uh, just you know, having uniforms and like getting mm. fined for chewing bubble gum and, <laughs> you know, just like all these like bullshit rules that I, I, I understood like the morality to it. And I'm thankful for like the good stuff I took from it. You know, you can always take good from any situation, I think. Right. And that, I, that's what I tried to do. Um, but I had a change of heart and um, it, it just really, I, like the questions just kept bubbling to the surface and like having class discussions, um, you know, really asking those deep questions. I think everyone had inside of them. They mm -hmm. were just too afraid to share. And to me, I was like, why not like uh, extend the conversation? Like we were literally graded. That was a part of our grade in that religion class was like how much we participated in those class discussions. And I noticed like my grades started to slip when I started to question more 
and asked those questions that would piss what? off the dud teacher of the class. And I was like, well, <laughs> I just want like honest answers here. Like that's all I'm asking. Like, yeah, yeah. And I once I realized that I was like, well, this ain't for me. I don't think and that I kind of was a little lost spiritually and um, was still you know, not knowing any other answers, but it's got to be the church, like the church is the only way. And so I went to this Pentecostal church after uh, going to a few different churches around my area. And uh, I really connected with the pastor. Um, he actually became a pastor through uh, this crazy LSD experience um, that kind of blew him wide open and realized he was like called to be a minister and preach the word of God. And I really respected that and or always found it fascinating. And, uh, you know, was a couple of years later after really helping out in that church and growing a lot through that, but kind of realizing that um, what I was looking for outside of myself, I had within um, and I could directly connect to source or God, um, when I choose to, and when I open up to that and get out of my own way and I didn't need a middleman anymore. Like it was through a breakthrough LSD experience, my own, um, that, you know, I had some very deep realizations and, um, <laughs> had a lot of, uh, answers that I, I never had answers or I, I had questions answered that I'd never had answered before. And uh, I had that direct experience. And from then on, um, I kind of went out on my own spiritual path, um, kind of blind, um, you know, searching for answers, um, waking up to, you know, 9-11 and the lies about cannabis and that whole conspiracy. And, you know, just diving down the rabbit hole from then on, uh, there was a time I, I worked for Gallup right out of high school and, uh, you know, I was talking to people about politics, like getting paid for it. Uh, and, you know, just uh, talking to people from all around the country and the world about politics really opened my mind to all the different perspectives out there and like how much more alike we are than we are different. We just choose to focus on the differences mm. and, <laughs> it's it's really like comical at the end of the day like i always tell yes. people like life is a fucking trip like that is the trip like yeah we can go on ayahuasca ceremonies and journey and um do hallucinogens mushrooms like all these things but at the end of the day life itself is already revealing that to you every day you wake up and Amen. you know they're just reminding you of what's already there it's like you've chosen to build up like this callousness around your soul yes. of like tapping into what life's really about and letting it pass you by and you know just learning to find that presence when you can um that's kind of what i've learned <laughs> or what i've took from it is just you know enjoy life while it's here and uh, make the most of it Wow, brother. Y'all hear that, guys? That's wisdom. That's years and years of searching and really looking for something. Uh, I wanted to share a post that you, you had, brother. On uh, You had posted a picture of yourself. We'll get to you, Jordan. I'm not cutting you off. Yeah. Okay. No, I just want to share. Dude, all, man, I can totally vibe with everything you were saying. And exactly, I feel like most, there's like two kinds of people in the world. The people who want to question why and why and why. Like, like that's the thing that people 
when you're born in this world, you want to explore, you want to figure out how things work. But like eventually as life happens, most parents, like you said, they'll just tell you because I said so. At some point, society is just telling you, stop asking questions and just conform. And like you said, <laughs> they put us in this trance. And they, like you said, I like how you put it. We built this callousness around us. And like life kind of just becomes not monotonous. And we kind of just live in this daily routine. And we rarely venture out and, and seek for things. But yeah, man, the way that you speak, this is the people who I'm after. And this is the kind of people that I want to connect with because... Like uh, Timothy Leary said, find the others because there's, yeah. you can feel alone out there. Like before I did the podcast, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't talk to anybody about any of this stuff. Right. And like now I feel so connected to people like y'all, you're my brother, you are my sister, Jordan. We're all like, totally. we're, I don't know how and to put it. Know. We're a collective. We're, we're the people who really want to help and change the world. And it's like, again, like I was speaking earlier, where does this, does this evil come from that wants to extinguish all of this? Like, who are the people that want to kill Martin Luther King or, or John F. Kennedy? Like, why? They're making sense. They're talking the right things. <coughs> why do you feel you need to go murder them? And then this is when you get into ideology and religion and all these other things, like oh, that yeah. you said, obfuscate our mind and just yeah. program us to think, I don't know, ludicrous things. But um, I wanted to share, you had a picture, Andre, where you were smiling, and you said your uncle realized that you were smiling more. And to him, you said, I told him it's amazing what finding and aligning your life's purpose can do for your well-being. And when, you, when I thought about that, I was like, that's so true. There's so many people out there depressed yeah. and sad, and it really yeah. just is because they're not doing what they should be doing. Mm -hmm. And I think Sam Tripoli is the one that, that said, depression is life telling you, hey, you know, you're, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Get off your ass and do it. And I, I love that, that you figuring it out and that you're on the path and you're working toward it. So, um, Jordan, I want to hear about you. And, and uh, I, want, I feel like Andre's the one who kind of really helped you open up your horizon or your mind to this kind of things. Or maybe I'm wrong. I want to hear about you. Uh, yeah, be, uh, having our first podcast uh, about three or so weeks ago with a beautiful couple, um, Chase and Mimi, who do the medicine podcast, and then we did a round table after that, and so I've heard a lot about you. Uh, that was such a great share from Andre. He is definitely doing the great work. Um, my spiritual awakening probably happened around 2011 mm. to 10. Um, fell into really what also opened me up was getting into RV, remote view, um, having uh, many connections throughout the world, sharing through Facebook, through uh, social media, falling into alchemy, um, becoming a little bit of a hermit, um, uh, whilst um, going into the esoteric studies mm. and um, definitely feeling that after the big change that came with COVID, um, a lot of the tribe, the Rainbow Warriors, began to um, congress together more. It's when I began to learn more about podcasts and um, whistleblowers and uh, people who had uh, been up close with Fauci and the like. Um, you know, the, the horizons are definitely expanding. Um, we're coming together. It's been great to meet a couple of people face to face. A shout out to Mary and Brandon, um, who are also in Texas. But really, there's so much to share. Falling down this rabbit hole has uh, 
you know, it's, it, it's a flight. We're, we're continuing to expand and it's just so great to be a part, to be in the network and to place our hearts and minds together. And I'm very grateful to be here to speak with you. I love it. Uh, Definitely one, feel like soul family for sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that, that's a, that, I love that idea that <laughs> we, we probably were family in a past life or something, but we're connecting, we reconnected. Yes. Uh, one thing you said, Jordan, that, oh my God, I had to write it down, remote viewing. Okay, now, for the longest, I used to think that I was, I don't know, going crazy or I was making stuff up. But for me, sometimes when I try to nap, like, I'll, I'll be closing my eyes, but it seems like, there's like a veil over my eyes and I'm not dreaming, but I'm seeing something else from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't, I, at first I thought, no, dude, you're just making stuff up. Mm-hmm. But the more I looked and talked about this idea of remote viewing or just mm-hmm. seeing somewhere else, I, mm-hmm. I started like, I started doubting myself. I was like, is this real? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Can you tell mm-hmm. me what is remote viewing and how do you experience it? And if what I'm telling um, you is that part of what, what this is? Uh, I haven't really prepared um, to talk about this. It was a, definitely a journey that I took with a family in Colorado um, in 2013. Um, they uh, used to actually help people who were in the military to train, kind of like the men who stare at goats, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that I had the ability, but yet I did, but it was all on my own. Um, I totally felt a frequency shift when I first arrived, um, and they do everything from alchemy to Orimus products to um, bioresonance. Uh, so the, the mother had led us through uh, the beginning. Of, we went through several steps, and we've done it several times since. Um, I've met with them a few times, and uh, I just fell straight into it. and. I could go through the steps in the process after we continue uh, forth a little bit if you'd want to dive deeper um, or do another uh, sharing or a podcast about it. Um, but we went into the past and uh, there were certain steps to get there and which is also very poignant when I hear about the third door, which is also mentioned in alchemy. Um, that was a part of the process. Uh, and we've gone into, um, you know, remote future timelines. And this is really what the shamans were doing mm. when they were navigating in the mountains. They would always be like 10 to 30 seconds or minutes in front of uh, the Spaniards or whoever were following them with using keyholes or whatnot. And they were able to transcend time and space in that way. And we also operate in that way with deja vu in a way. Mm, But another thing, shout out to my uh, doctor, my acupuncturist as well, is he thinks that dreams are also seeing the future and then bringing it here, um, which I can attest to um, having vision through dreams um, and working through the process, like the Jungian theory of that and the golden beetle as well um having things like that come into life is it's just more than what we were it's going back to the child childlike state if mm-hmm, you will. Mm-hmm. um but yeah i uh working in groups and doing it i have found to be very powerful um and i love to speak about it i love to talk to people who have also had uh journeys like that and when you 
have not had that with another person or they've been attested to having that experience, you doubt yourself. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You question, did this really happen? Um, I've had other apparitions and spiritual awakenings and things of this nature, which I would doubt if there was not someone to say, yes, this really did happen. Um, you were there. Um, and it's, you know, part of a, a just the awakening of what reality really is, as us as particles vibrating, the sound, and, and how we've had the wool pulled over our eyes, and yeah. we've been fluoridated and all these things as well, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's in all marketing, the subliminal stuff, you know, we're taught to be basically autistic from overstimulation, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, we are meant to have silence and to put our mind at ease. And when you can drop it, you know, from the theta into the different states, you are able to go and, and transcend, if you will. Um, and Andre, I wanted to bring up something that just came to my mind, was talking about levitation mm -hmm. um, the other day. I wanted to see if you wanted to share. Yeah, um, I think it was... Topher, I don't know if you know him. Um, he's done shows with like Chance Garden uh, from Interverse Podcast. Um, does some work with Owen Benjamin, but uh, phenomenal dude. Uh, he was talking about um, when he was meditating, I think in Thailand or um, I forget where, but uh, it was with some monks and he opened his eyes like in the middle of the meditation. He saw a a monk levitating in front of him oh man and he said like the monks could never meditate um like when they were trying to meditate like what yes. someone was like let me record you levitate or ask they couldn't do, do it right because right. like they were you know on the spot like they were put on the spot and the ego was getting in the way but right. like once they fully let go and surrendered mm -hmm. and like you know we're just in the flow like that's when they would levitate, which is, it makes complete sense. Yes. Become as light as a feather. I think there's a biblical verse about that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, and that's what I was talking about earlier when I was talking about the callousness on our soul. Cause like, we just have like, you know, whether it's bad memories or bad experiences, like all these things that pile up throughout life and they just like callous over and like, it's like baggage we can't let go of that like is stuck to us and so somehow some way we just need a reset like we need a re reboot on our operating system mm -hmm. so we can see clearly again and like see with the eyes of a child and like come back to that childlike innocence where we can just play and like uh yeah we still have to work you know chop wood carry water mm -hmm. but at the end of the day like are you in are you enjoying it while you're doing it you know like, are you being, are you bringing your being into the doing, you know, like just having that sense of like, I'm just grateful to be here. I'm just happy to be alive. Like every day is a fucking blessing and a miracle. Like, you know, anything could happen to you at any given time. Like you could die of all of all the million ways you could die, you know, cancer, getting hit by a car, whatever um you know just be grateful to be here life is too short not to be like right. why be like a miserable asshole you know like right. what is the point mm -hmm. yeah <laughs>
Man, guys, I love talking to y'all. This is the people that I love talking to. It's like, when you talk to randoms or regular people, they talk about the most mundane, small talk, dumb, silly (laughs) shit that I don't really want to talk to. And it's like, this is why I love connecting with people like y'all. Now, y'all said a lot of things that I really vibe with. And um, first, Jordan, let me ask you. You said you realized you had this ability. Like, when I was... I feel I don't like telling people these things because I know that they're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, it makes me feel vulnerable talking. Yeah, about it. yeah. So for for the longest, I never talked to anything about that to anyone except mm-hmm. for the podcasters because strangely, these are the people who have seen or heard of these mm-hmm. special abilities yeah. that people have, and I believe y'all. Like you said, um, and- Andre, I love how you said we've been have this callousness over us and like i believe we all have special abilities uh we can see the future prophesize through dreams levitate but like you said when you really want to investigate these things and put it in a laboratory setting you can't really show the and they have they have with children they've who have been able to see things with their eyes closed who have drawn pictures yeah um it had it can be documented so how did you realize though, Jordan, that you had this ability? How do you? How does it really? Look? The confirmation for me was the group setting that I was in in 2013, and the process of the steps that we walked through, and then coming out of it, um, she said, "Okay, who wants to speak first? And she was leading it, and there was three others, uh, and four including me. And I was nervous, of course, and didn't. It was my first time, first time meeting them. We went and dropped into this that evening. We did a, a Mayan Daylord uh, ceremony for the spring equinox and did the, the view, the remote viewing. And so each went around. And when I went out the, um, from where I was to view, I went through a, three different settings and I was flying above it. And so they spoke of each one and I said, wow, you know, that is exactly what I was seeing. And I was flying over. They were like, yeah, of course. And um, there was another confirmation that came after that. And it was clear and evident that we had done this before uh, from what she had said. Um, And then we continued to do that together. Um, And it's been very powerful. Uh, That's when it was really confirmed to me. I always had abilities. psychic abilities runs in the maternal line of my my uh, family um clairvoyancy uh which is supposed to really move through the maternal line um for clairs uh if you will but other people of course can adapt and and tap into the innate ability um which each person can but i do think that some people have the proclivity to have the veil a little bit pulled back Mm. uh, through whatever they've been through on their soul journey um, through uh, the eons, if you will. Um, And what we're coming here to do right now and that we can all tap into this and uh, you know, the menu stare at goats. I don't know if you've seen that is a classic. No, it's on my list. It's on my list. (laughs) Um, But uh, it, it, uh, it's definitely something that has been documented. Um, you know, I still have, I've told a few people at first, it was like only one or two, you know, forbid this gets out, my family and my children, <laughs> you know, uh, which they do already know some of this, you know, my mother and my children. But 
um, I definitely had to have that. Yes, that did really happen kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And there were some other uh, events that happened outside of the remote viewing um, when I was there on the property that blew me away. And there had been hundreds of people out there. And uh, the resonance that I had there was definitely, uh, as I said, the most powerful, like a soul connection. So I was drawn there, um, not just for that, but to connect with the family and um, they're very dear to my heart, uh, uh, and I'd love to talk about them some more. They are rather private, uh, but the experience that I have had, I've had to go beyond the boundary of vulnerability of knowing that I'm helping somebody out there as well, um, dropping my ego and what if somebody thinks that I'm a crazy or a lewd, I've been called, you know, all of these things before um, and damaging in harmful ways, but it's also helped to build me um, and to throw, uh, you know, kindling on the fire of continuing carrying my torch for others who need that. And, and I've needed that women and, and men as well, who have said, stand in your power and uh, share your story. Um, which is beautiful thing to do now coming out of my hermit's cave took my cow up the mountain if you will mm -hmm. uh, but really putting my voice on the air like this is huge for me Andre at, at the, my first um, opening podcast you know are you nervous <laughs> we caught it on video I said we're not publishing the video because I was wiggling around dancing in my chair and, uh, yeah, it's great. It, I, I would not trade it. I mean, these are the things that embers on my soul. I know that I will carry forth too. is connecting with those, um, putting our hearts, hearts and minds together. And, uh, we're on this soul journey together and we're just, you know, walking each other home, if you will. I love it. I love it. Now. <laughs> okay. So you said, I, 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 this is my experience and this is what I think. Cause I always wonder, okay, people have these abilities, but how do you train or how do you expand them? How do you harness that power? Yeah. Like, where do you yeah. learn? I so even... what I want to ask you is how does it look like? Because for me, when I experience this, what I think is remote viewing, it's I'll be laying down, I'm trying to sleep. I'll be thinking of nothing. But all of a sudden, it feels like I'm seeing through my third eye. Like when you're on a psychedelic trip, you know how you oh, see yeah. things in your mind? That's how it yeah. looks like. I'm seeing it through that oh, eye. Oh, yeah, totally. But it yeah. looks like, uh, you know when people go to church, the women, they put this veil over their hair? Yeah. It looks yeah, like... Yeah, look, it does. It has that that uh, frequency shift. It has, like, there's a soft... It's so subtle, and it can come so fast. And then you question where you know you can get further into it and then sometimes when you see the scene if it was just seen into the future whatever it was have what have you um it's wow it's it pops open for you and but, um astral projection and things like that as well sometimes go hand in hand but um, is it like fleeing because in my head the, the, when i really try to oh, see yeah. it like vanishes but when i let go and not oh, focus yeah. it's like it comes yeah. clearer Oh yeah, you're definitely, it's like a muscle, you know, it's like a, uh, the more you tap into it and sometimes and try to control it, you can get stuck in yes. the fabric of picking those pieces up. And, right. Um, so how do you train? And then going back to it. And this, I don't know, cause I never went through training. Um, I just, 
sometimes I can, if I'm really, really thinking about something, I will have that come into a dream, um, meeting other people in situations. Um, but in just uh, awakened vision, um, you know, there's uh, steps that I take counting back from 10 and mm. uh, walking through a corridor um, after some other steps. <laughs> I probably should start from the beginning. Um, but it, it, and we can talk more one-on-one -on -one about this. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to do a... I just have never been through a, cor a course of training outside of this woman, the special soul leading me through, um, and the, and the group, uh, through the steps that, um, initially right there after you close the door, you're in that space and it takes over and I was only confirmed because it was so faint, so subtle when we came out and then they were sharing with me, you know, I said, I showed you this and this is what happened. And it's like, wow. Okay. Um, it's like hypnotizing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It's so hard to talk about these things because it's like, it we is. don't have the language and we've been right. like, <laughs> Even the English language has been so diminished and so devoid of actual meaning. Yeah. So like, exactly. And I'm, I'm sorry too, because I hadn't really prepared. I mean, how do we, because it's all free flowing, but it is something that uh, I, I once getting comfortable and in loose and, you know, conversation, I will go into little parts of it um with somebody that i of course i'm feeling just naturally very comfortable with you <laughs> knowing that i'm sharing this also um with others is empowering for me um but it i really want to expand i want to join with other people who um, want to share in that it does it it works when it, we're physically together mm. i have found that it's kind of like a battery, if you will, um, oh, okay. when you have more um, and going through the steps uh, in the physical locations, Man, sitting together. Th that stuff's fascinating. Like, I wish there were schools where they, you, people can figure out what right? are your I'm natural... I'm sure there were. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, that's what's been taken from us. Right. Well, well then, uh, who said in the Bible, like, where two or more gathered yeah yeah exactly. yeah it's like oh. that third thing that arises when you have two or more together right, right. dang so, man see that's so that true. mysticism that occultish kind of things that we've been this has been taken away from us but we're kind of Literally. finding the pieces and trying to put the puzzle together and that's why i love talking to y'all now andre so, um I'm when sorry, did you work sorry when did you start your podcast or how did you uh, okay come um about? so well to be honest, ever since Facebook came out, I would like post poems or just things to get people to think while everyone was posting pictures of their food or, you know, where they're at. Yeah, right. You know, I, I, wanted to put <laughs> I wanted to put ideas out there and just get people to think. And then, yeah. so I throughout, that. I guess, my whole childhood and growing up, I was always drawn into like the mysterious, the ghosts, the aliens, the paranormal, the yes. things people can't really describe. And so... I would always run to that part of the library. And then I got the internet. And I started looking into Egyptian mythology, uh, Hinduism, and uh, how yes. all these yeah. people have these crazy and wild ideas all over the world. And then yeah. I just 
for the longest, I wanted to talk to people about this, and I couldn't. I never found people to connect. And then eventually, I guess around five years ago, I started really going into Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was seeing that there was actually people, you know, posting the things that y'all post, like memes or just getting people to think. I was like, oh, shit, there's a whole... There's a whole uh, niche here where people are like really trying to to learn and expand, yeah. and and I always felt like I knew a lot of these things. I had researched. I had put in a lot of time. I think I woke up when I was eight years old. You know, I would lay in bed, question everything, like Andre, why, 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 and around Christmas one time I was like, how does one fat guy go all around the world <laughs> in one night with one bag and do all this shit, right? So ever mm-hmm. since then, I, from there, I extrapolated that <laughs> form of thought, and I thought about the tooth fairy, you know, all these things yeah. that people, you know, they don't see, but they tell you. And so from mm-hmm. there, it just went to politics and to just question and trying to break down and understand everything. Yeah. And so it was right around COVID, I guess. That's the beautiful thing about COVID. It got a lot of us to, like, get out yeah, of our comfort zone too. and be like, okay, no, I'm going <laughs> to oh, do yeah. something. I need to find the others. I have to. I mean, yeah. I just can't sit yeah. here anymore alone. And I guess from there, I had this one, two good friends, um, Chris and, and um, Andrew. They would come to my house, and we would start talking about these things, like a podcast sort of, but we weren't recording. Yeah. And so right. I said, man, I should start recording these and just, I don't know, just record them. And I have always listened to podcasts. And I was like, but who are we to, to post? Who are who, We're just three guys in, in the little town, you know, whatever. Right. But I was like, They're no, I need to put my boys out there. I need, I need to do this oh, because yeah. I feel a conviction. And, like, to go back to the beginning, Andre, you were telling me how you had a speech impediment problem. Mm-hmm. And it's strange. And, you, uh, Jordan, you said you were also a little bit flimsy and anxious when you were on your fo- first podcast. But oh, yeah. I think... <laughs> You also posted, Andre, a quote about Bob Marley. Once you're really paying attention, everybody, everything is trying to teach you something. Oh, yeah. yeah and literally. so, and then I, I put in the this idea of the Bible. Moses, you know, he had a speech impediment. And uh, God mm. told him, you're going to go speak for me to the Pharaoh. And Moses yeah. was like, me? I can't even talk right. How do you expect me to go that, and talk dude. to the king? <laughs> but it's like, uh-huh. once you push through what you think is a weakness of yours, it actually becomes a powerful thing because oh, yeah. Moses' yeah. voice was the one who liberated his people, and now you're using your voice, which wasn't yeah. as great, you know, as, at first, but you harnessed it, and now you're using it. Right. And I yeah. think that's the beautiful thing about humans. We have what they call weaknesses, but I think these are actually strengths if we knew how to harness them. Open and so, that throat chakra. Was that? Open that throat chakra. Right, yes, yes, like, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, the, for the longest time, like, you know, I... I was always told to speak up or, you know, raise your voice. Like I speak softly. Me too. Or even monotone, you know, yes. like oh, you're, when you read, it's boring. I'm like, well, then don't listen. <laughs> you know? I see through people's but, stuff. Like, yeah. I, through it. They're like, we don't want you to talk anymore. I, you know, you know, it's weird hearing yourself talk the first time. Like when you read, listen to a podcast yes. you've done or something, but you get used to it. And you know, it's just like anything, like, it's like learning how to ride a bike, you know, um, just, and I, what I've noticed too, is like the shows I'm like the most stressed out about, like, you know, cramming to prepare, like no other, like, I'm like the most stressed throughout that conversation. Cause right. I'm like trying to force something Yes. and like get everything in this hour, hour mm-hmm. and a half, whatever. Right. But when I'm like, just like stress-free, like free flowing, like Lucy Goosey. Yeah, let's be loose and 
flow with it and see where it goes like that's that's where the magic happens man and there i don't think there's any shame in that i think we're like brought up to like be ashamed of that or like run from that when it's like that's like literally where creation happens is like in that place of like um just the flow the flow state you know exactly yeah like before we started jordan uh was mentioning okay what's the plan what are we going to talk about and I mentioned that when I when I first started my podcast, I would write everything I was going to say, everything I wanted to talk about. And like you said, Andre, it never came up on the show. It was just me overthinking, trying to force something to happen. But then oh, after I realized and I learned, uh, actually, when you're free flowing and you don't you're just like in the moment, in the zone, the flow state, things come out way better. And that's what kind of makes me think about that whole remote viewing. When I'm really trying to see, when I really want something to happen, I'm forcing it. It, it won't. And when I'm least right. thinking about it and when I'm like just trying to sleep, not think about anything, that's when the visions will come. And I'm like, there's right. this thing about yeah. life. Like, exactly. again, yeah. what you were talking about, Andre, when you want to do something like in front of people, like if you say, oh, I can shoot these three three pointer basketball hoops right. from here <laughs> yeah. and you tell people, right. OK, come look. And then you can't be all cocky. The ego and the stress, it all kind of yeah, you overthink. Right. It. <laughs> well, we're just beta driven, like, you know, in all regards, even just in physical reality. But dude. Really quick, don't mean to interrupt. Uh, I don't think we're recording. He's recording. I'll send you the file. To... I'll send you the file, brother. Oh, okay, you got it. Yeah, okay, got you. you can I edit that you. out. I'm sorry. No, you can. <laughs> I was just making sure we were recording because I didn't want to lose them. Oh, I got it. I got okay. it. Have you ever yeah. lost a good conversation? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, it's the worst. It happened to me <laughs> once, and then I made sure that never happened again. Right. Never again. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's only happened a couple times. <laughs> Okay, but what, what were we talking about? Uh, the remote yeah, yeah, view? Did you forget? Come on, Jordan, you had it. It'll come back. Um, yeah, I, I, I really... Go ahead. I really enjoyed uh, listening to some of your shows um, in the very beginning when you were first starting, man. Um, it really reminded me of, like, my initial uh, thought of, like, starting a show and like, you know, talking with all my, my like-minded buddies that we were always getting together and having these deep philosophical conversations and, you know, just wondering why the world's fucked and like yeah. trying to find answers. And I, I was like, guys, we should start a podcast. And then like, it wasn't until I, after I did ayahuasca and it kind of like reignited this confidence within me of like, you're bigger than you think you are. Mm -hmm. Like stop selling yourself short like you're fucking unique and powerful and you're you're this beautiful puzzle piece that fits into this world perfectly like exactly as it should and like you're meant to like fulfill that purpose that you were you were put here to do and um i i found my voice through that and um you know just gaining more confidence um along the way you know going on sam tripley's a uh, spiritual podcast called Zero yeah. um, was very humbling and um, surreal. Uh, Sam's a guy I definitely look up to and uh, just a comedic genius, uh, hilarious dude. Uh, can't say enough about him. Uh, he was very respectful to me at every show I've been at and uh, even uh, gave me a ride back to his hotel to hang nice. out. Um, very down to earth dude. And you know, to see a guy like that, whatever you'd call him, a C D list celebrity, like still 
still to be humble like that, you know, like speaks volumes to me. And uh, he's not a C and D comedian, bro. He's up there. It's just he's ignored because so. he's speaking the truth. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, he has been on Rogan. He even went on Rogan recently. You know. So. Yeah, but then again, you can see, you can tell that Rogan doesn't really want him on because he doesn't want to talk yeah, about certain he things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. Mention Owen's name at all. Right. Right. Yeah. No, but yeah, that's Owen the thing. It seems too. like when then when I start thinking about okay, why do the biggest people become so big and why do they right. not talk about certain things and it's right. like you got to learn to read in between the lines because when joe rogan was first you know on the podcast he would talk about random crazy shit but yeah, now it's like oh it's so yeah. crazy i remember specifically one episode i think it was eddie bravo he kept yeah. trying to bring on the flat earth theory and joe was like trying to skirt around <laughs> yeah, it you could tell he it. was uncomfortable and i was like dude yeah. dude he knows something he knows and like i don't know man i think yeah. when you get to that level you have a master and you can't say, oh, yeah. you can't say everything that you want to say and you're controlled. And that's why no, totally. part of the reason that I never show my face is I want to be able to just say anything. I, I don't want no, um, I think he toes the line and he knows where his limitations are and he right. knows where he can't go in conversation. So he just, you know, weaves around those areas, yeah. which I mean, you know, it's, it's tough to know what you would do in that situation. Like if you were in his shoes and like your family was threatened or whatever, right, right. and you know, how could you turn that down when, you know, your family's got to eat, but at the same time, it's like to have a moral backbone always exactly. worth more to me. So it, it's, it's hard to know all the, you know, little details that led up to, you know, Joe becoming what he is, but um, I do respect him in the sense of like being a trailblazer in podcasting to like right. really pave the way for guys like us, you know, like um, I know Joe definitely had a big impact on me early on when I was first learning about podcasts and what was out there. And I fell in love with uh, Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, uh, which was a podcast uh, with uh, Tim Rothschild. He's not related. He's okay. a, actually adopted. He's not related <laughs> okay. to the actual Rothschild. What's this called? Sorry. What's? Uh, it, it was called Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, okay. and it had Dave Weiss, who's like huge in the conspiracy community now, uh, flat yeah. earther guy, and uh, Mike Cannon, who was a comedian skeptic. So you had like Tim, who was the spiritual dude. Uh, Mike was like the skeptic, funny comedian, and then Dave was the hardcore conspiracy theorists so you had this like dynamic that was like unbeatable and yeah. it was amazing to listen to and it's it's sad they're no longer doing it but you know i've gone on to have both dave and tim on my show and that was very humbling man to like you know know that's where it started for you like that was the first show you listened to and now you're like sitting down talking to him like, right I, t I text him and uh, every once in a while and check in with them like we're buddies now like it's it's fucking surreal man right, right. like life is a fucking trip and it, it is exactly what you make it like if you want to sit here and drag your heels and fucking play the victim like my life sucks and it's always gonna suck it's never gonna get better like it won't because right. like that, that is how strong we are like our beliefs and like um know what we choose to tap into and like how we choose to hold our energy you know and where we give it and you know how we lose it in certain ways and manage it you know it's all about balance man and like 
that is the fine line we walk as humans every day doing the great work, you know, is just trying to find balance, you know? I love that, brother. All we could do. Right now, when you were saying um, it's you could be the victim mentality, it's so true, and you create the life that you want. I have this guy at my job, and poor guy. He's always complaining, always talking shit about people, you know, everything's always going wrong. In his life, yeah. it is. I mean, he's overweight. He's always getting flat tired. It's like, dude... Just change your perspective, and I promise you, your life will change. But it's like some people are already set in their ways, and they're so hard-headed that it literally would take a mushroom trip for them to actually like open their eyes or be like, wow, man, maybe literally. the things that I was doing are, are not the correct things. But it's like I listen right. to – I don't know if you know Mark Passio. He's a great – like. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I love how he speaks. He breaks down everything to the simplest terms. And the thing that fascinated oh, yeah. me about him is he said – we don't need any new technology to change the world. We don't need a whole new radical movement. We have everything now. The only thing that people have to be willing to do is be uncomfortable. When, and that reminded me of what you were talking about Rogan. Yeah, Rogan's now in this place, in a lofty chair. He's, he's great. But like you said, to have a moral backbone and be like, no, actually, I can't do this, you know, because you're, keeping, you're making me censor myself. And that's, right. what pe- that's the whole problem of the issue. People are not willing to be uncomfortable. People will rather... Yeah do a job that they know is hurting others because they want to eat instead of being like, no, I guess I'll quit and find another job and be uncomfortable for a while, right. but do the right thing. And it's like yeah. exactly that. How, how do we get people to, to not buy the things that, that they're telling us to buy that are poisons and we're perpetuating mm-hmm. these, these corporations that are poisoning the whole world? And it's like, okay, it's going to take, if you really want to change the world, you're going to have to go through hell essentially. Like literally speak up and say, okay, these corporations are bad. Be willing to have the finger pointed at you. Be willing to go to jail and even die. But it's like you said, we've been so callous now that people want to maintain what they have and they don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, you just see the gap grow more and more. Like the, uh, you know, the classes gap of like the rich and the poor. And, you know, there's all these ways we're divided, but like, you know, after watching uh i watched the pandemic part three the other night um the great awakening which was different than the rest of them like it was not really about covid it was like what was what was it that brought covid to the surface and like what uh is like behind covid and what this uh experiment was you know and like uh, the social credit score system you know we got over in china and like um you know just making people hate their neighbor in any way you can and that's the first thing you do if you want to take a nation over is you divide them Mm -hmm. it's like we claim to be the united states which uh is also uh apparently a a corporation allegedly uh, as defined by a lot of people in the sovereign movement which i've had a lot of those guys on i've uh, I'm having another one on in the future. Uh, he's a state national. He doesn't like that term sovereign. Um, I forget his name. Brandon. Um, not thinking of his last Brandon Williams. Um, but dude, he's, he's literally teaching people a school on like how to be free in the freest way you can imagine. And, um, you know, coming to realize like, you know, a lot of people in this community would know, like, you know, our birth certificate is, uh, essential and social security number is essentially a bond on the stock market that's created, right. you know, the moment we're born and our parents sign that paperwork, 
like they sign us away and you know the things he's doing are just incredible and like you wouldn't imagine and we're all being conned on such a level that is unfathomable and i think that's why it's so hard for the people that have been blinded to all this is because you know imagine like what what it would do to their uh, world around them like it would it would fall before their eyes that like their whole identity like everything they've known to be true and like i think for some people it's too much and you know it's kind of like psychedelics like people say psychedelics aren't for everyone you know it's kind of the same thing like a lot of people aren't ready to look in the mirror and see what they don't want to see right. because that would that would that would make them realize that oh shit like i'm a part of this story and like i have to play my part and like i have to be responsible for like making changes within myself yeah. to be a better human and not to just like fucking piss on other people that are ha uh have less than me and things like this you know it's like primitive nature man like to uh just like be a survivalist in the sense of like i'm better than this other person when we're all the fucking same dude like we all got different gifts and uh weaknesses like i said earlier but i think that's the beauty of it is like that's what makes us unique is like if we were all the same what would be the fucking point right, like, right. if we already do all the answers what would be the point of living exactly. you know like it all just comes back to like what are we doing every day to like um you know consistently take a step forward and consistently better ourselves and not trip and shame ourselves when we fall or like when we get stuck in a rut because you know i think we're all guilty of it you were talking early on about um how you have you've went through some rough patches and you know you kind of get stuck in the rabbit hole and get black pilled and stuff like that where there's like no hope mm -hmm. and you know you feel like no one's waking up and then there's other times where it feels like the whole world's right. waking up every day. And I think that's that's where the balance part comes in, dude, is like, it's, it's learning even in the suffering, even in the worst of your days, like to still remember like this is temporary. Yeah. And this is, this is only here as long as it wants to be here. And as long as you want it to be here and give power to it, give your energy to it, like take a moment to step back from it, breathe, you know, meditate, get grounded again, put your feet in the earth and, um, you know, come back to center. Um, because, you know, it's, it's one thing to have a bad day, but if that turns into a bad week or bad months, bad years, right. you know, some, some people get stuck in that rut and they never see out of it because they never just took that step back. They needed, right. you know, and it's like, we see all these health problems all around us, but look at stress, dude stress is like the biggest cause of disease like just being stressed out you know and what is this ease just not being at ease right, like right. being in resistance to the flow of life and like letting life get you down whether it's bills or finances or whatever like there's so many stressors all around us but like if we can learn to like ride those waves um with like integrity and like uh fragility and vulnerability uh and just like hold ourselves when we need to be held most and reach out to someone you know when we need someone to talk to and, and like find find the others like you said that um share the same ideals like the same moral backbones like you want to see in other people and 
you know, as a tribe, as you gather the numbers, like it just continues to grow more and more. And it's like you feed off each other for the, uh, for positive uh, intentions and ways of moving forward. Like you're just building more and more uh, into better humans, which turns into uh, a better world outside of us. If we can just look inside and, you know, turn our light on. Amen, brother. See, people don't speak like that anymore. And it's kind of sad that we have to create the space of a podcast to kind of be able to talk about these seemingly corny things. But like you said, these are the foundations of what it means to be a true human. And we, like you said, we've been callousized to just talk dumb weather, small talk, dumb as shit that doesn't really matter. And and that's the the podcast community. It's great, brother. And like when you were saying, they're trying to divide us. Um, And the way you speak, it reminded me, I've been on this uh, Bobby Kennedy stick and I've been watching a bunch of his stuff. And here, I'm going to play this video. Uh, This is the speech he did because you were talking also about you could be in a negative mentality. He gives a speech Mm -hmm. right after Martin Luther King was killed. And the whole nation was like ready to fucking start rioting. But he comes out and gives this speech. You never hear politicians speak like this other than RFK. Now, again, we just talked about before in the beginning, I don't really trust politicians. They all say nice things and then they turn their back. Take it with a grain of salt. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the way that these people speak, I don't know. It just, it it really talks to my heart. So I'm going to play this video and then I want to hear what y'all have to take and then we'll close the show. Okay, guys, so this is a speech uh, by Bobby Kennedy on April 4th, 1968. Check this shit out. I think uh, news for all of you. He gave the speech on the back of a truck. He just, he improvised it. All this was just little notes that he took on the way there, and this is really coming from his heart. I have some very sad news for all of you, and I think uh, sad news for all of our fellow citizens and people who love peace all over the world. And that is that Martin Luther King was shot and was killed tonight in Memphis, Tennessee. Martin Luther King dedicated his life to love and to justice between fellow human beings. He died in the cause of that effort. In this difficult day, in this difficult time for the United States, it's perhaps well to ask what kind of a nation we are and what direction we want to move in. For those of you who are black, considering the evidence evidently is that There were white people who were responsible. You can be filled with bitterness and with hatred and a desire for revenge. We can move in that direction as a country in greater polarization. Black people amongst blacks and white amongst whites filled with hatred toward one another. We can make an effort, as Martin Luther King did, to understand and to comprehend and replace that violence, that stain of bloodshed that is spread across our land with an effort to understand compassion and love. For those of you who are black, 
and are tempted to fill with, be filled with hatred and mistrust of the injustice of such an act against all white people. I would only say that I can also feel in my own heart the same kind of feeling. I had a member of my family killed, but he was killed by a white man. But we have to make an effort in the United States. We have to make an effort to understand, to get beyond or go beyond these rather difficult times. My favorite poem, my, my favorite poet was Aeschylus. He once wrote, Even in our sleep, pain which cannot forget falls drop by drop upon the heart until in our own day despair against our will comes wisdom through the awful grace of God. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence and lawlessness but is love and wisdom and compassion toward one another. Feeling of justice toward those who still suffer within our country, whether they be white or whether they be black. We can do well in this country. We will have difficult times. We've had difficult times in the past, but we will, and we will have difficult times in the future. It is not the end of violence. It is not the end of lawlessness. And it's not the end of disorder. But the vast majority of white people and the vast majority of black people in this country want to live together, want to improve the quality of our life, and want justice for all human beings that abide in our land. To what dedicate ourselves to what the Greeks wrote so many years ago, to tame the savageness of man and make gentle the life of this world. Let us dedicate ourselves to that and say a prayer for our country and for our people. Thank you very much. Now, can you imagine Biden giving that speech? Oh, no, dude. Dude, it's like, yeah, what has happened to this country? Man. It's so sad. It, it, it makes me cry, like, literally. People don't talk like that from the heart and really, like, really care and matter. There's just nothing but prostitutes in the politics now. It's, it's sad. It's, dude, it's, it's so surreal you played that because, like, I've always had a picture of Bobby uh, giving a woman a hug at one of his rallies. Uh, in my room like for years wow. and like I always knew more about JFK like Bobby's the lesser known brother but like that really like ignited that for me of like oh here's where why you have it like is this moment right now dude go check out I've been listening Real. to a bunch of his stuff there's this great documentary I'm gonna send it to you and it's like man he was murdered he was going to be the president like oh. everybody loved Holy. him he could have brought oh, this yeah. country together but again like I say when you hear that, who's like, fuck that guy? Who says that? After hearing a speech like that, who's like, oh, I'm going to kill that guy. 
Like people have to remember <laughs> that, that there's evil in the world, that there's actually a force yeah. out there trying to divide and conquer us. And, and it's evident. You can just see it. Who murders these great guys? Like I'm not saying anyone's an idol. Men are men. We, we all can right. fail. But it's like right. when there's good ideas out there, what is this oppressing force that's trying to diminish them? And this is when, again, when we have to go back to God or to spirituality, that's the way you understand that this is why the world is the way it is. And um, there's a guy. Everything's our teacher, bro. Exactly. I I love that, brother. All the worst humans are all our brothers and sisters. As shitty as that is, like, we still have to, uh, you know, see ourselves in them and, like, hope for the best for them. Hope, you know, 10 lifetimes from now they fucking get it right. Gotcha. Yeah, let, let God do the handiwork. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, like guys, this was great. I can definitely, I want to do one with you, Jordan, about like ask, like uh, seeing things because it, it sounds crazy and I don't like talking about it, but I have to because I feel that there is something to it. People didn't just make this stuff up. You hear about this type of ability throughout the whole world, you know, the yogis. Yeah, I was gonna, sorry, Go ahead. I was going to connect with you through a uh, message and set something up. Yeah, let's do it. I'm done. I'm down. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Thanks so much for having us, Juan. This Thank you, Andre. We blessed our day. Come We're... back anytime, and uh, you're always welcome on Ascension of the Chessmen. We'll take you into our sweat with us tonight. <laughs> We're going to go to the Nephi and do Sweat Lodge. We'll, we'll take you with us and say prayers and look forward to next time. That's so, awesome. I love you guys. Our Saturday. Love you. Love I, guys, you. Andre, I didn't have you repeat your story. I've heard you repeat your trip story. It's a great story. Uh, oh, yeah. Y'all guys, please yeah. go check out his podcast, Ascension of the Chessmen. His first couple episodes, he breaks down how he kind of woke up through psychedelics and his pastor who who was willing to lend an open ear and actually talk about things that normal pastors wouldn't talk about. It's a great story, guys. I, I totally vibe with it, and I feel the same. It's like, you don't need psychedelics to wake you up, but they're a great tool. They really help. Yeah. They let you All they are is a tool. Yeah, they yeah. let you see the bullshit inside of you. And I, I love you guys. I hope y'all keep doing what y'all doing, and I'm glad I found y'all. We're finding the others together. And um, if y'all could share just one tip for the humans, for the people on this earth, uh, if you could say something, what would you say, Andre and Jordan? I would say wake up grateful, uh, know that when you're having a bad day, uh, there's a brighter sun rising tomorrow and keep putting one foot forward in front of the other and help your brothers and sisters along. We're all walking each other home. Love it. I agree. Uh, you know, this, with the same uh, essence, you're doing a great job. The purification process is uh, part of our healing suffering creates wisdom you know bobby really sold me on that quote with uh the wisdom that drops onto our heart i just had this image of a pelican um with the mother feeding from her breast Mm. young ones which is uh my last name stewart was the um emblem for the stewart monarch in scotland and the peacock also being part of the resurrection or dying upon the cross um and connecting to our true nature which is part of walking that red road uh, picking up uh, our cross if you will and uniting with the full circle of all races and, and carrying us us forward outside of our um, matrix uh, bound life 
in carbon form and just continuing to do the work. Don't give up. There's always a brighter day ahead. It's all for your greater purpose and don't uh, hesitate to reach out. There's power and vulnerability. Um, weakness is something that I think is a trite statement when you're open to even admitting, you know, I need some help. I need network. We're, we're built like that as, as humans um, and we're connected in spirit. So I'm just very grateful to be vulnerable and to be here. I love it. Thank you, guys. Last question, Andre. Um, you were talking about how we go through cycles, or mainly I was talking about how I'll be full of hope and then I'll be sad. I'm asking, do, I'm sure maybe, have you ever had, do you ever have that imposter syndrome of like, what am I doing? Do I really need it? Oh, yeah. What do you do to navigate through that? You know, it's funny you brought up that post because uh, I, I've eaten a lot of humble pie over the last year or two. Like it's, it's been a roller coaster, man. There's been a lot of ups and downs and I've had to, you know, accept things I didn't want to, um, knowing that it's going to get better as the journey goes along, but this is just part of the journey. It's, it's a rough patch to teach me the things I needed to learn. Um, in regards to like, at that time I was, I was, you know, doing what I wanted to do, working in the cannabis industry, like, um, sharing my passions about this plant I had wanted to share about for so long, <laughs> like just wanted to share the good news with people and like seeing people get off opioids and stuff like that with, you know, CBD gummies was really cool. Um, but there was just some stuff at the top, uh, at that job that I, I didn't sit well with and I just couldn't do it anymore. Um, as passionate as I was about it, my mental health was being affected, um, just based on some stuff within the environment I was working in. And uh, so I had to leave that job and go back to a job I had had before as a landscaper and, um, you know, being back outside again, getting my hands in the dirt that really helped to just kind of reset my mindset. Uh, although I know like this is only temporary and I'm going to build back, but like to, you know, feel like you took a step back uh, in your career um, felt like um i had failed or i had fallen short and you know i wanted it to work out so bad but i really had to take into account like how my mental health was like you know at the brink you know and um that was that was humbling to um you know still know that like i still have my purpose i still have this podcast i don't have as much time as i used to um to put into the podcast which was been hard, but I know that I'm going to create uh, more ways to do that in the future and do the best I can until then. Um, you know, it's it's hard to, um, you know, put all your uh, time and energy into a podcast when you work multiple jobs and, you know, still have bills to still have bills to pay um, if you're not getting much revenue from a podcast. And you know, I, I don't do it for the money, but I would love to only do the podcast and, mm -hmm. you know, be able to survive off that. But, um, you know, it's it's not that easy, but we've met people who I, I've met many who have mm -hmm. and I know it's possible. Um, and I know the more I keep 
remembering my why, like, why am I doing this every day? Like, why am I doing it when it's not making any money? Like I've done almost 200 episodes. I mean, that's, that's a lot of time and effort, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I enjoy every minute of it, man. Like you said, people, yeah, it's in just meet creative minds and, um, you know, just, you know, speak word salad. Like it's, it's beautiful, man, to just like share new ideas and like, uh, learn new things from other people mm-hmm. and just evolve more as you, um, do the podcast because, you know, like just to look back at where you started and, um, you know, as you progress and you go down the episodes to the present, like you can, you can see your evolution in real time and it's a beautiful thing, brother. So I'm grateful every day to, you know, have a voice, um, behind a microphone and share it with the world and hope someone gains something from it. Wow. You gave me a really good insight just then. Cause I, I guess right now I just noticed that when I do feel like that, it is because like you said, I haven't put my hands in the soil. I haven't really been in nature, really, really been yeah. grateful for what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like in that slump. And yeah. like you said, we got to go through resets every once in a while, but it can be right. hard, but I guess that's what, like you said, life is a trip. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the ride. <laughs> I love it, brother. We're going to reconnect again. Guys, please, oh, please like- go check out his, his podcast. Great. He has great episodes. He has one on lucid dreaming. That one really was badass. I used to do that as a kid. Um, oh, just yeah. different topics that right up our alley, guys. Um, and um, Jordan, do you have a page for your own on Instagram? Uh, I do have just a personal page on private. Okay, okay. Um, That's... But I am connected through the podcast. Um, I'm very grateful for Andre uh, bringing me into that. Definitely was a virgin uh, for, <laughs> in that respect. Um, he is really doing the work. This guy really opens people up and helps them to feel comfortable. Every conversation is just flowing. He is a connector. Um, He is a a bridger and is trying to help the community too with, um, if you want to talk a little bit about shortly about the podcast community or the truth or conspiracy, you know, it's not, it's tainted that way. Community um, and the people who are also doing that in life coaching um, and which has a divide where one or the other is being um, hated on, quote unquote. Um, so he's really done a lot of movement there. I can speak for myself. Um, and that's part of why he wanted to also start podcasts and, and connect was to help um, everybody to work together. Yeah, I mean, it was the initial goal was just, you know, seeing the divide within the truth community, but also seeing the divide within spiritual circles mm-hmm. and ayahuasca ceremonies and stuff like this. And I, I wanted to find the commonalities between them and build a bridge between those communities because I saw there was a lot to gain from each other on opposing sides. And I think the same can be said in regards to religion, politics, any of this stuff, all the things you're told you can't talk about. I think there is ways to talk about it. We're just, we have to get out of our comfort zones and some aren't ready to do that yet. And that's okay. That's where people like us trailblazers come in to play. And the same for medicine circles too. There's beyond Aya, there is Ibogaine, psilocybin. Even like breath works. Breath work. Grounding. Cacao, yep. cacao um, other vision quests, 
uh, walking meditation retreats. Right. You know, we have there's so much good people stuff that out we know there. Sundance. Which are all tools to help you. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Do like Aubrey Marcus with the uh, being in the dark for several days. Oh, oh the darkness retreat. Um, <laughs> Dude, he said itself. his visions in that darkness retreat were more profound than Our initiations for young uh, boy or boys yeah. too. Right. An interesting thing, y'all might want to check out this documentary. It's called Inner Worlds, Outer Worlds. Oh, oh yes, that's such yeah. a good one. Thank one you for bringing favorites. that up. I love it. Well, essentially what they say there is that what the mystics will go into caves for days and what this does, it kind of kills your circadian cycle because you don't right. see light. So your circadian cycle kind of goes off a of whack and you enter these profound mystical realms. Yeah, inner light. Right. DMT is being released. Right. 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 Yeah, man. There's so many tools and things we can do. It's just we got to teach the people. There's so many people, like you said, they've been callousized by media and society that we just got to spread the news, brother. And thank you. You guys filled me oh, with hope again right. today. I always say when I have these talks, I feel like I went to church. And... I, right. And you don't want it to really. It's spiritual. Right. It's brought to such a good. Um... This talk has been uh, so rewarding. I'm so grateful to be here. Amen. I'm going to send y'all the file. I'll send y'all the file so y'all can post it. And uh, we'll do it again for sure, guys. I love y'all. And uh, hope you have a great day, week, month. And uh, we'll do this again sometime. Totally. Did you already stop the recording? No, I'm still recording. Uh, I'll let you know. (laughs) I'll let you know when I'm recording. But uh, okay, guys, that was Andre and Jordan of Ascension of the Chessmen. Beautiful, beautiful people. Go check out uh, his Instagram is... Dre live for today. I'm gonna have it on the show notes. I also have his podcast link on there. Please check it out, guys. Stop consuming the media that they're forcing down your throat and go out of your own way and find the media that's gonna help you grow. So thank you guys. Uh, and remember, know thyself, improve thyself, find the others, and then you'll know what to do. Peace. All right, guys, that was my podcast with Andre Mitty and Jordan. I hope you all enjoy that. Man, I love how these guys speak, and I love connecting with people who have the same type of mindset and ideals. And um, I'm always conflicted on how the hell we're going to change the world, but it really just is finding the others and then create your own community and walk away from the matrix and the system that's keeping you in it, and then you're feeding the matrix to perpetuate itself. So it's... It's a weird dynamic. We're, we're, we're feeding the machine that, that's eating us. It's, it's sad. But um, I had a great conversation with them after the show. Really interesting guys. Maybe we might have to do um, actually meet up or camp somewhere and actually talk in person and you know, really do it in the, in the real nature realm instead of just this cybernetic place where we're talking, which is great, you know, but it's much better to be in person and be able to hug your friends and all that. And uh, I know we kind of shitted on Rogan on this episode. You know, I, I'm conflicted because, like I said, when I first started listening to Rogan around 2012, 2013, I, I guess, he was really pushing all the buttons that I liked. You know, he was talking about the, the moon landing conspiracy, the Anunnaki, aliens. And now he's kind of shifted into this, this position where he's just confirming kind of what the... The whole narrative, narrative, narrative is about aliens. You know, he's pushing this whole alien agenda that, yeah, that that we need to that they're from outer space somewhere, somewhere different. But again, I feel that they're just 
interdimensional demons or something. And uh, I know when I say that, a lot of people roll their eyes, but if you do the research and you look into history and to the myths and to everything all the cultures around the world have been saying is that there are these gods or these entities that come and they have power and they show mankind how to create civilization and ideology and myths. And it's all connected, you know, it all has to do with snakes, with the ram, kind of, um, it's weird stuff, you know, and it's, it's research that I've done over, over a decade of just looking into what's really going on. And now I'm just rambling, and the point of this was to play our ending song, which to say is that, we, I know we shit on Rogan, but he's a great guy because he did help me in my life become, you know, more keen about taking care of my body, about eating properly, about training, about putting your mind in a state where you're like, fuck it, I'm going to overcome this. And, and that's the nice thing about I like about him. You know, he may be towing the line for the elite, but still he is the one who was who able to question the whole COVID narrative, the vaccines. And I love him for that, you know. Um, it's a thin line, like um, Andre said. You got to have discernment. You got to be able to read like in between the lines and know what to take and what not to take. So to end, I want to give a shout out again to Rogan. He has this song again by Akira the Dawn. This one is called A Calm Mind and a Fit Body and a House Full of Love. And this includes um, Joe Rogan's in here, also Naval Ravi Kant. I don't know who that is, but this is a great song. Sometimes when I'm not feeling too great or when I need motivation to work out and stuff to be better and great, I'll listen to this and it, you know, it, it ramps me up and it charges me up and um, I hope it does the same for y'all. So thank you guys again for listening. Please, please go check out the links that I have below. Um, I'll put the link also for the documentary. I hope I don't forget. It's Inner Worlds, Outer Worlds. Y'all go check it out. I'm sure y'all can find it online. It's a great a documentary that talks about like hidden knowledge that has been kept from humanity and that's really enlightening enlightening damn i can't speak today anyways okay okay i think i messed up the the song was wrong it's not a calm mind and a fit body um it's discipline gets things done by akira the dawn with joe rogan and jocko wilco willink sorry and uh remember know thyself improve thyself find the others and then you'll know what to do peace the one thing that discipline definitely does help you with it helps you get things done and when you get things done when you actually do things you have more success a big part of success is just not being fucking lazy and just doing it. 90% of it is just showing up. Get there and start working. Like, you're not gonna feel perfect every day. If I only worked out when I felt good, I'd be a fat fuck. Cause there's a lot of days I don't wanna do it. I mean, this is pretty much the same with everybody that actually gets good at something. There's gotta be those days you push through. They're probably gonna be more numerous than the days you don't. And so the benefit of discipline in my eyes has always been that through discipline, I get things done. I'm like the most lazy, disciplined person I know because I don't wanna do it. Through discipline, I get things done. Bro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. 
is what I do. I also think that discipline is a pathway to creativity. When you're on the battlefield, is an absolute exercise in creativity. How are we going to attack them? How are we going to disorganize them? How are we going to get in their heads? That's all just massive creativity. And when I look at people that are artists, I would imagine the more disciplined you are, you got to write stuff down. You got to read. You got to increase your vocabulary so that you are quicker and sharper. So that when people are saying things, you have more words to battle back at them. All those things, all that freedom that you get on stage comes from the discipline. You study, you learn, you read, you write, you talk, you go through things. Is that an accurate statement? Absolutely accurate. Through discipline, I get things done. The pro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. Through discipline, I get things done. The pro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. And it doesn't matter if you're sick, doesn't matter if you have kids, you're a pro and you go to work and you have pride in that. And then when you are in front of that keyboard, you look down the count, it says, I got fucking thousand words today. Out of that work, gems blossom. But you might have a day where you just write nothing but dog shit. So what? Show up again tomorrow. And tomorrow out of that dog shit, a flower will emerge. Through discipline, I get things done. Pro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. Through discipline, I get things done. The pro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do.